You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 97. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you have been listening for a long time, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. If you want to connect with me on social, I am at Tiff South. That's Tiff with two Fs, and you can connect with the show's account at how does underscore she do it. They say that March comes in like a lion and out like a lamb, and it has certainly proven to be the case. At the time of this recording, it still feels very much like February and deep winter here in the great city of outside of Philadelphia, where I'm currently located. But I have been trying to be intentional about resting and have not quite been doing as well on that journey as I would like. And so I'm just going to encourage you, if you are not resting as much as you should, please get more rest. Because I managed to randomly, after having two fevers this year, spike another fever last weekend, and I can't explain it. So get your rest if you're not resting. And now let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. If you are feeling stuck in your career or unsure about what move you need to make next, or if you feel like you're unfulfilled and you know that there's more you could be doing with your gifts and with your purpose that God has called you to, I encourage you to schedule a short call with me. In a 10-minute call, we can figure out where you are right now, where you want to be, and how we may be able to work together to move you forward. If you go to bit.ly slash 10tiff, again, that's bit.ly slash the number 10, T-I-F-F, then you will be able to schedule a short call with me and we can figure out where you are right now and make sure that you can build up your faith and your confidence to get you to the next step. I look forward to talking to you soon. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am recommending protecting yourself from conversations that might be triggering and that might that you might not be ready to participate in. And here is what has sparked that for me. In the last several weeks, there have been a lot of conversations around and related to the Surviving R. Kelly documentary. In the most recent days, he has been on television making statements that I pray his lawyer has advised him not to do in advance of those interviews and has just been, and just, it has been a challenge for me as a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. It has been difficult to see the number of conversations that have been happening. It's been difficult and encouraging, I would say. 
Before I go down too far of a rabbit hole, I just wanted to say, and also there has been another documentary about Michael Jackson and it's called Leaving Neverland. I think it was done by HBO. And that documentary talks about the allegations against Michael Jackson. And so I say all this to say that it is okay, whether it be this issue or any other issue that comes up in, in pop culture and social media, in the news, it is okay to protect yourself from engaging in conversation about that. It is okay for you to take care of yourself and sit and think through your feelings, experience your emotions, and to let yourself just deal in the space of whatever you are dealing with. There is pressure, especially for someone like me who, I shouldn't say especially for somebody like me, but for somebody who has this platform, who talks about a lot of different things. I've been feeling conflicted about saying something or not saying something. And then I realized that I don't have to make a decision about saying something or not saying something because I've been triggered by some of these conversations. Memories have been brought up and I've been uncomfortable in a lot of different ways. And it's okay for me to acknowledge that. And so I say that to say and to encourage you that it is also okay for you to acknowledge that and it is okay to sit in a state of, I'm not sure I'm comfortable people talking about this, or I am really impassioned by people talking about this, or I'm really glad. Whatever your feelings and thoughts are, it is okay. And if you are someone who is who has been triggered by these things or other conversations, that it is okay for you to exist in your emotions and to take time to process them or to engage in conversation about that. But you do not have to be, your your actions or your responses or your lack thereof do not have to be dictated by what else is happening or what other people are doing or what other people are saying. And I just wanted to put that out there because I know that I have been having an internal conversation with myself in light of these very public conversations lately and do believe, this is not to, to minimize the importance of these these public conversations, but it is also to acknowledge that in seeing these things, that it can also be difficult to live through as you are thinking about your own experiences. So again, whether it is, you know, uh, sexual assault, abuse, or, you know, experiencing the death of a loved one, whatever the case is, whatever that thing is for you that may come up in the course of public conversation about a, a somewhat related or connected incident, it's okay for you to sit it out. It's okay for you to engage. It's okay for you to think through your emotions and just feel what you're feeling before you make a decision about how you want to engage or not engage. And that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. this week, I watched a video by Eric Thomas, who I have mentioned before on the podcast. He is also known as the hip hop preacher, if you are not familiar. And he has a podcast called The Secret to Success that he does with two of his partners, his business partners. And it's such a good podcast. But anyway, in the video, he talked about the quote, where your focus goes, your energy flows. And I listened to this video, I watched it actually, as I was finishing one part of my morning devotion and then got stopped in my tracks because immediately my question, the question that came up in my mind was, what does the word say about what I should focus on? And so I spent like an hour going back and forth in scripture, looking at these different 
verses, things that I had written down before and ended up coming up with a list of like 15 different things that scripture says we should focus on. And so what I'm going to do in the next three episodes is talk about, is break down the things that we should focus our energy on. And this is called the check your focus and energy series. So there'll be three parts. The reason why, and I just want to just talk this out for a little bit. The reason why I go back and forth between these faith-based, faith-heavy kind of conversations, scripturally heavy conversations, and the more practical aspects of professional and career development or personal and professional development is because what I have realized in my own walk as a believer and in my conversations with other women who believe in Christ is that we really have to spend time, number one, fortifying ourselves with the word and with what scripture says, but also recognizing the gift that we have of practical knowledge and wisdom that comes from scripture. And so one of the things that my is my prayer every time I come forth to this podcast, every time that I have conversations with people about the scripture is how can we make it practical? How can we find things that we can really think through and think about how it, they can inform how we show up every day in our life? And as women who are committed to being our best and whole selves, and men, if you're listening to this podcast, shout out to my brothers who listen to this podcast. But if you're committed to being the best woman that you can be, if you're committed, committed to being the best Christian that you can be, then part of what we have to do is learn how to live that out every day. And I want to make sure that we remember that our faith-based principles and understanding and knowledge is something that we're supposed to carry with us all the time. And I say that, and I, as I say it, it might sound obvious, but I say that because sometimes, at least in my own walk, I remember almost compartmentalizing the way that I thought about the way that the word applied to my life. And it's like, and really it was because I was picking and choosing and still do, right? Because I'm growing every day, but picking and choosing how I wanted to apply certain things. The dope thing about scripture is that we can apply it to every area of our life. And so if we're talking about making our professional journeys great, if we're talking about making our personal development, our family, our health, if we want to talk about making those things amazing and having the best version of those things in our life, then it, it starts and ends with our understanding of scripture and how we can apply it to those different areas of our lives. And so when I am talking about coaching women related to their career development, I can coach women who are not believers because, but being able to talk to someone who believes in Christ about how we can learn from scripture, it just adds a different flavor to the sauce, if you will. So I want to think about as we're moving forward, as we continue to talk about professional development, as we continue to talk about uh, growth and personal growth, that we always come back to these things. And so the next several episodes will be about checking your focus and your energy. And I want you to think about these things that we're going to share through the lens of how can I apply this at work? How can I apply this at home? How can I apply this in my health? How does this apply to my finances? And I will be bringing pieces of those things into the conversation. But 
I just wanted to put that out there. So now we can begin our conversation. So like I mentioned, heard this quote stated by Eric Thomas. I don't think that it was originally attributed to him, but again, the quote reads where your focus goes, your energy flows, where your focus goes, your energy flows. And the question that I went to the word with was, so what does the word say I should focus on? And when, when I was thinking about how to bring this to the podcast, I really wanted to start with a, an, an idea, maybe it's not an idea. It's more like a principle, but as believers, our goal should be to let God use us for his way in his way. Now, I am just now starting to work through some of this on my own, but we are, if you're listening to this, you're ambitious, you care about moving yourself forward, you care about achieving some goals, you've set some goals, you have a vision for how your life, how you want your life to go. And I'm not saying that those things are wrong or that you have to push those things aside. But what we do have to do is check the things that we want against God's will for us. And sometimes there's a conflict. And sometimes that leaves us in a space where we are doing things that are outside of his will. We are moving in directions that he has not intended for us to go. And so we may come up against barriers. Maybe we even come up against some success, but it's only, only you know what, how your goals align with or conflict with his will for you. So I say that to say that when we think about what we should focus on, we have to remember that everything comes back to him. And so I want you to just think about that. And again, this is not to say that your goal has to be ministry because you believe in God. Your goal has to be to, you know, run a church because you believe in God. That's not what I'm saying. And we're going to talk more about that as we go through the series. But I just want you to think about this, this idea that no matter what space we are in, we are meant to do God's will. We are meant to do things for his glory and to point people to him. And that's how we should show up in our life every single day. Is that easy? No, absolutely not. But that should be the goal. And that should be how we come back and check ourselves. Somebody who did this a lot, who checked his heart and was often kind of pleading with God to check him and check his heart and check his motivations was David. If you read the Psalms, all, often many of his prayers was like, Lord, let the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you. Help me to come back to you. Keep me focused. Those kinds of things. So that's just an example. Even as he was going into battle, even as he was leading his kingdom, right? So he was out doing the things that God purposed him to do in the world and some things that God did not purpose him to do in the world. But he was always constantly seeking God to bring himself closer to God. So that's something I want you to think about. So first part of this series we're talking about checking your focus and energy as it relates to your heart and your mouth. Now, remember the quote that started this, where your focus goes, your energy flows. So the first thing that we should focus on so that our energy flows toward it is the state of your heart. We have to focus on the state of our hearts. And I'm going to read 
several, there will be a lot of scripture references here. So I will put these in the show notes in case you're driving, in case you can't write them down, but I will make sure that these get in the show notes. So you have them for future reference. So thinking about the state of your heart, the book of Proverbs talks about your heart all over the place, but I want to highlight these three verses. And the first verse is Proverbs 27, 19, which reads as in water face reflects face. So the heart of man reflects the man. As in water, face reflects face. So the heart of man reflects the man. And what this says is your heart reflects you. Your heart reflects who you are. And we'll talk more about, we'll get into more about what that actually means. But in the same way that if you look in water, you can see your reflection, your heart reflects who you are. So you want to make sure that you are paying attention to and put your energy in the state of your heart because it reflects it reflects you. The second verse is Proverbs 4:23 which reads, "Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life." And some translations say, "Guard your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the spring of life." And again, you have to if you have to guard your heart because what comes out of it gets then reflected by you. And so you have to guard when it says guard your heart, it's not talking about guarding your heart in the sense of your relationships and like love, but that can be part of it too. But what are you, what is influencing you? What are you watching? What are you listening to? What are, who are you believing? Who are you, what information are you consuming? Right? You have to guard your heart and be very diligent and vigilant about it because that will then get reflected in the things that you do and how you show up. And we'll get, we'll get more into that. And the third verse is from Proverbs 17, three, and it reads, the crucible is for silver and the furnace is for gold and the Lord tests the heart. And when you think about, I did a little research on particularly gold, developing and mining gold and what goes into developing gold from coming out of the ground into something that you can wear around your neck. And it's so many different, so many different steps, so many different processes. It has to get broken down, heated, reheated, hardened, unhardened, all kinds of things. And, but this, this scripture talks about how things get developed. The crucible develops silver, the furnace develops gold and God tests the heart. If he's testing your heart, that is how he is shaping you and where he can influence you and where he can move you. And so if you're paying attention to the state of your heart, you can feel yourself shift and adjust based on how you are making, how you're living your life, how you're spending time in the word, how you are engaging with other people, how you're healing from past wounds, how you are eliminating certain influences from your life and bringing in other things. This is where you get shaped and and moved around. And there's so much scripture around the way that your heart gets gets reflected and get and shows and and moves you or doesn't move you or produces good fruit or doesn't produce good fruit based on what your heart where your heart starts. So, I'm getting super excited about this cuz there's so much to say about it, but I want you to remember that it's important that you take your energy and you focus on the state of your heart. The second thing that we're going to talk about today is when you talk about where you should put your energy and your focus, You should put your energy and focus on what you say and how you speak. And just like I mentioned a little bit before, what you say and how you speak reflects the state of your heart. And so here's some scripture references for this point. Proverbs 18 and 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. 
And so when I read that, particularly that last part, those who love it will eat its fruits. I'm like, what does that mean? So I went to a few different translations and the good news translation reads, what you say can preserve life or destroy it. So you must accept the consequences of your word. Another translation, this one is the message translation. It says, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. As I was reading this particular verse and thinking through these things, and actually it will apply to the other verses later, but how do you talk about yourself? Both out loud to other people and inside of your own head. And when you think about the negative things that you say and think about yourself, and then you look at what this scripture says, that words can kill or words can give life. They're either poison or fruit. Are you sometimes poisoning your own self by the words that you speak to and about yourself? I know I'm raising my hand because I know I definitely do. And that is not acceptable. We often, at least I used to, read these verses and thinking about other people or thinking about how I would speak to or about other people. And they, of course, relate to that as well. But what do you say and think about yourself? What do you, how do you give yourself life or poison your own belief about yourself based on what you do or do not say about yourself? We have the power of life and death in our tongue, not just in the way we speak to and relate to other people, but how we speak to and relate to ourselves. And it is not okay that we are okay with poisoning our own thoughts and mind and, and, and just existence based on the negative things that we might say about ourselves. And so this is why it is so important for you to encourage yourself and choose your words carefully. Focus on the state of your heart by thinking about how you speak and what you say. Proverbs 15.4 says, A gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. Are you being gentle when you talk to yourself? Or are you being harsh when you talk to yourself? Are you constantly criticizing yourself? These things, and again, if you are speaking negative things to yourself, like we, what was mentioned earlier, you will then reflect this. Why? Because as the water reflects the face, the heart reflects the man. The heart of a man reflects the man. So if your heart is criticizing yourself, if you are speaking negative about yourself, if, then what are you reflecting to other people? Are you then reflecting confidence to other people when you're trying to go and pursue positions that you want? Are you projecting confidence when you are trying to advance your career in a certain way, but you're speaking negatively, but you want people, you're speaking negatively about yourself, but you want people to believe that you're qualified and confident for the position that you want, but you're not even talking to yourself confidently about it. And I'm saying these things because I have, I've, gone through these things. I go through these things. I think about these things for myself. And like, how can I not believe in myself, but then I expect other people to believe in me? How can I criticize the way that my voice sounds, but then say, I want people to listen to me speak on stages and through a podcast? How can I criticize my ambitions and the things that I want, 
and then try and convince myself that I am ambitious and want to go after certain things. You have to check the way that you speak to and speak about yourself. You have to be mindful about the words that you say and how you speak. In Matthew 15 and verse 10 through 18, the Pharisees were trying to come at Jesus because the disciples basically broke tradition and they didn't wash their hands when they either or like before they ate. So Jesus then spent 15 verses checking the Pharisees, but really teaching the people. And he started out by saying, hear and understand. So he called the people to them. He said, hear and understand. And he went on to talk about how it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a person. And verse 18, he says, but one, what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart and this defiles a person. So what comes out of the mouth, it proceeds from the heart and this can defile a person. And now I just want to put a caveat here. This is not, this is a verse, these verses kind of go back and forth when people talk about what you should eat or not eat. This is not permission to go eat whatever you want because there are things that you eat that are not good for you. So I just had to put that caveat out there. But what it shows is that even Christ was really focused and really wanted people to understand that it's not about what you put into your body, but it is about what comes out because what comes out reflects you, which we heard about earlier in a verse from Proverbs that when, as the face, as the water reflects the face, the heart of a man reflects the man. And we really have to be very cognizant as we think about things that we should focus our energy on, you have to focus your energy on and put emphasis on what is the state of my heart and what am I speaking? How am I speaking? Because what I'm speaking and how I'm speaking reflects the state of my heart. And ref what ref my heart reflects, that reflects me. How do you want to be seen? How do you want other people to receive you? How do you want to be a representative of the kingdom? And if what you're speaking is negativity, if your attitude is constantly not great about yourself or about other people, if you are gossipy, even in, in the, the chapter in Matthew goes on to say things that the heart reflects impurity and lust and all these, these other things, that if you don't check your heart, that is where you run into issues. And again, David spent so much of his time in the Psalms asking the Lord, Lord, please check my heart. Please may the meditations of my heart be, be acceptable to you. And even for David to have done many of the shady things that David did, the reason why God told, why scripture says he was a man after God's own heart was because he was so focused on his own, on making sure his own heart aligned with God and making sure that his own heart aligned with what God wanted for him and how God wanted him to show up. And so I encourage you as you think about checking your focus and checking your energy, that you spend time making sure that you are really mindful of the way that you speak, mindful of what is in your heart and therefore what gets reflected out of it, which is why you have to guard your heart. You have to pay attention to what you are thinking about 
You have to pay attention to what you say about yourself and to other people. Because again, if you are not thinking or saying great things about yourself, if what you're saying is not reflecting the amazing way that God has designed you, how then can you expect this world to grant you the things that in terms of opportunities, in terms of access, how can people give you those things if you don't speak about yourself as being deserving of those things, as being deserving of being at certain tables or in certain rooms or having a certain level of success or having the type of family that you want or breaking generational curses or having being debt free and having the freedom to give and serve and provide for other people. Like how can how can you show up and get those things in the world if you don't believe and you don't speak about those things for yourself in a way that convinces you that you deserve them, right? So this is part one of the three-part series on checking your focus and your energy. Today, we talked about checking your heart and your mouth. In the next part of the series, we are going to talk about two new things that are going to help you do some of the things that we talked about today. And I look forward to you joining us next time. If you are still listening to this episode at this late stage in the episode, I want to first say thank you. The second thing I want to say is that episode 100 is coming up soon. If you are interested in being part of this special episode, I want you to send an email to Tiffany at how does she do it podcast.com. And you can connect with me on, I should say, or you can connect with me on social media. I am at Tiff South on Twitter and Instagram. I use Instagram a little bit more regularly. But if you are interested in being part of a special, special episode for episode 100, send an email to Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoAPodcast.com. Send me a message on Instagram or Twitter. I am at Tiff South. Tiff with two Fs. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.